0: Part 3 of The Miller and the Apprentice Well, Anton woke up with a start and sat straight up in bed. The picture of the old man standing with his perfect apples, each weighing the same amount in his head. If somehow he could recreate a tool that balanced the sacks of flour the way the old man balanced the apples, the way the miller balanced his sacks when he carried each one in hand, Suddenly, Anton recalled Sam's advice to King Linear. When the children had helped King Linear to make rulers for all the villagers of Mathematica, Sam had made sure that each villager had a ruler the size of the king's foot, so that they could all agree that a foot was the same size. If Anton could get all the villagers to agree that a sack of flour should always be the same weight, why, then the villagers could no longer argue with the miller. miller. Anton knew he needed Sam's help to solve this riddle. Sam had such a good mind for mathematics. He swung his legs out of bed, put his cold feet into his sheepskin slippers, and tiptoed over to Sam's bed. He placed one hand on Sam's shoulder and shook him awake. Sam! Sam! He whispered, Sam, I need your help. The two boys spent the day constructing a balance using the same. Oh, using the picture of Libra that Anton had drawn a triangle in the middle used for a fulcrum. That's where it balances. And then they placed a beam on top, like a teeter totter. And when they were done, they had what looked like a seesaw and they were able to sit one boy on each side and determine that Sam must be heavier than Anton, for Sam was able to hold Anton down with his weight, while Anton sat in the air swinging his legs. Anton was proud of his work, and imagined that with an agreed-upon weight for a bag of flour, the miller would be able to weigh all other sacks against the first one, and thus solve any dispute the farmers might have. This would also solve the miller the trouble of carrying the flour sacks, as all he would have to do was use a wheelbarrow to wheel sacks of flour over to the balance. Sam and Anton were proud of their work, and Anton immediately started to write a letter to the miller. The next morning, Anton borrowed the innkeeper's horse and took the letter to deliver it to the miller straight away. He rode straight there, and when he got off the horse, he ran breathlessly to the mill. He could see the blades of the mill turning, which meant the miller must be using his windmill to grind wheat for one of the farmers. At first, Anton hitched his horse up outside the miller's house, and peeked in the window where he saw the miller's wife taking a loaf of bread out of the oven. Anton thought that he might pop in for tea and perhaps be invited to a slice of bread and jam, but then he looked at the slowly rotating blades of the windmill and thought if he was really going to apprentice to the miller, he had better start learning what the miller did. Perhaps he would meet one of the local farmers who had brought the miller wheat or corn to grind. Anton climbed the steps to the deck and pushed open the door which was already ajar, and was about to go in when he heard loud, angry voices coming from inside. For the last time, he heard, and it sounded like the familiar voice of the miller. You cannot allow yourself to be cheated by these farmers. They know you are inexperienced. In fact, they know you to be a daft fool by now, and they're taking advantage of you. You're losing money for the mill, and I have no choice but to take that money from your pay. (gasps) Anton stopped, thinking better to go inside, and stayed where he was as he heard an equally angry but softer voice. But, said the other voice, Farmer Jones said that she had paid the same amount last month for her flour, and she had another bag of flour that weighed more. I don't, I don't understand. Apprentice! said the miller's voice. How many times must I tell you that you cannot let the farmers do the weighing? They never think my method is fair, but they will all cheat you. You must insist that the weighing be left to us. And now, after this mistake, I just don't think it is worth the risk to have you any more. I'm going to have to let you go. Anton heard footsteps coming closer, and thinking quickly, he stepped behind the door just as it swung open and a young man ran out of it, hand over his face. Anton could see that the hands were there to hide his tears. Taking a deep breath, Anton clutched his letter in his hand and entered the mill to be continued.